snipers, you have to see what's happening to the Bitcoin price this Monday as we weren't able to test 49,700 rejecting this area almost testing the 50-day moving average sitting at 46,700 with our candle low today just shy at 46,891. This is a big deal for Bitcoin because now that the previous weekly open has reset down to 43,200, we are now inside of a larger range that is between 49,700 and 44,800 and this is a big deal because now we're seeing Ethereum reject 3454. We were not able to get above this major resistance and we're seeing Ethereum actually test below the 50-day moving average indicating that it's weaker than Bitcoin, which is not a surprise for those that have been tuned into the Cypress channel. And throughout the last week, we've seen a major rally for the cryptocurrency market. For those inside of our premium Discord group, which we're, by the way, opening up today, the link is in the description below because our analysts and I are gonna start looking at short positions since over the last week, we've had extremely high success rates with our long positions for altcoins. This is our weekly results showing here right now tons of targets hit a lot of coins over 30 percent profits but now we may need to turn into the other direction knowing the fact that we are testing this extremely important resistance here at 49,700. now does this mean we're just going to see a massive dump just because we are testing these important resistance levels well i think that there's still potential that Bitcoin can come up to 49,700 and Ethereum can still potentially test the resistance of this channel, which it's yet to get to right around that $3,600 level. But we're also gonna have to monitor these downside support levels, like the 50 day moving average for Ethereum at 32.90 and the 50 day moving average for Bitcoin sitting right at that $46,700 level. If we start seeing hourly and four hour candles below 46,700, the likelihood of us coming down towards this 200-day moving average where we have confluence now with 44,800 becomes highly likely. And so the range that we could assume that we're playing in right now is between the 50-day moving average and the first upside resistance, which of course for Bitcoin is going to be 49,700 and the 50-day moving average as that support. And so this was not a surprise from our video yesterday, I talked about what was happening with traditional markets with the S&P 500 closing its first daily candle body below the 100 day moving average since October of 2020. We're actually seeing the S&P 500 reject the 100 day moving average now as it has opened up tomorrow's turnaround Tuesday, which is why I'm being a little bit cautious to say that we're just going to see a massive dump just yet. It could happen on Wednesday potentially. And so I think that we're in a very sensitive area when it comes to the traditional markets. And that is causing the cryptocurrency market to see some indecisiveness. And that's not a surprise because of the DXY closing the week last week above 93.82. Now we're testing it as a support. This is going to be important to monitor because if we break below 93.82, we can start saying that the environment outside of the cryptocurrency market is becoming healthier for us to see potential upside. But if we maintain price action above 93.82 here, then that is a major concern over the medium term, which is why our analysts and I, for those in the discord are going to potentially be looking at short positions into this next week, since we took a lot of long positions last week. And let's just really dive into Bitcoin's technical analysis intraday being the fact that 
Bitcoin controls the majority of the cryptocurrency market as we know. Now that you guys understand the important levels, let's look at some of the institutional time frames, like the six hour chart. Notice here, we've yet to see the amount of buy volume that took us 19% down on the six of September. I've been talking about this. We've yet to see that type of institutional buy volume indicating to me that we have yet to see a short term bottom from that move to the downside. And so if we break below that 50 day moving average at 46,700, we have to start looking at more downside targets after 44,800, we can potentially come down to 41,950. But remember what happens when the order books are cleared and the volume is removed in between these ranges. Since we've got all of this volume here between 41,950 and 49,700 at this point, pretty much cleared out, we could certainly slice through all of these support levels to come down below 40,000 and retest this market structural support at any point. And so we have to be cautious. I don't know if it'll happen in the next 24 to 48 hours, but it may happen towards the latter part of this week. Being the fact that we're above the 50 day moving average gives us a little bit of breathing room. And so I think that we really want to monitor the six hour chart. We go into the three hour chart. We'll skip the four hours since the 240 minute time frame is very popular and institutions are not going to want to imprint their volume on those time frames. We're seeing a little bit of buy volume here that took us back above 44,800, but we've yet to see anything really compare to the sell pressure that we're seeing on this three hour time frame because we're seeing a lot more sellers than buyers telling me that the bears are certainly in control and the bulls have yet to really take control of the price because if they did have control, why didn't they come up and test 49,700? That's a puzzle piece. And when we go into more of the smaller time, let's go into a three minute chart. Notice how every time we're seeing this massive sell pressure, we're not seeing buyers equate and all of the buy volume that we've seen on these micro time frames are just kind of laxy daisy compared to the sell pressure. Of course, on the weekend, we did see a lot of buy volume in the three minute chart, but now we're seeing these large spikes of sell pressure. Remember, the institutions are not just going to want to drive price down very fast. They want to keep the price afloat as much as possible because they also have positions in this market. So this is a very interesting time for Bitcoin. I think that it wouldn't be a bad thing to be open minded to shorts over this next week just because of the fact that we are at these higher levels and we don't need to sit here and expect a major dump just yet. Uh, but just know that if we start to see these hourly and four hour candles cross back below this 50 day moving average, that becomes a major concern. And because we've cleared volume this range, we are at a very sensitive place. And typically when you go down, you take the elevator. When you go up, you take the ladder. And so coming down is a lot faster than coming up. And actually, we can see that clearly here on the 15 minute time frame today. Notice how when we came up to test this new weekly open, we took the ladder up and then we took the elevator down. Notice how it took us one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, a dozen 15 minute candles to test the weekly open. It only took two 15 minute candles to come back down to the level below it and then break below it. And so that's really why we have to keep shorts in mind into this next week, in my opinion, and our analysts are also aware of that through obviously going through a week of long positions. It's never going to be a bad idea to switch since we are assuming that we're still in a bear market, which isn't the worst thing to assume, because 
if we assume that we've been in this bear market since 64,000 at the top in May, then we're most likely closer to the end than the start. If we break above 54,000 at any point, that could invalidate that thesis. But so far, that's the lower high we've formed. And all of the revolving parts that we've been talking about over the last three months on this market, that the Ethereum to Bitcoin chart being the leading indicator for all coins and yet to form new highs since May tells me that altcoin season is in the latter part of its phases uh, or possibly has already been exhausted since the start of September when we formed this lower high on the Ethereum to Bitcoin chart and also formed a lower high on the chart that shows us altcoins outside of Bitcoin and Ethereum. We have not been able to break May highs and then Bitcoin dominance also confirming that thesis by not forming any further lows and double bottoming so far from the May lows. And now we're seeing Bitcoin dominance show strength at the 50 day moving average. It's a big puzzle piece to also watch this week. Interestingly enough, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when we first formed the lower high here for the cryptocurrency market in uh, the early part of September, when Ethereum came right towards 4000 and I told you guys that Dogecoin typically is the last coin to pump before a reversal in direction. Interestingly enough, today Dogecoin pumped before we saw the dump. And that is a very big puzzle piece. Notice how it didn't pump until today. I think a reason for that is Dogecoin and Shiba Inu, you know, these are the coins that are more popular with retail traders, not institutions. And so it makes sense that that could be a indicator that a altcoin rally to the upside has been exhausted. And so I'm going to actually leave Dogecoin on our main chart moving forward because uh, it, it for the second time has acted as a leading indicator before a short term dump. And so that's an interesting uh, thing to keep in mind. And I already talked about the DXY. Once again, we're going to monitor 93.82. That's the major puzzle piece with the S&P 500 below the 100 day moving average right now. And check this out also below the weekly the 20 week moving average. This is a big deal. It's the first time it's come below home base with a full weekly candle since the crash in March. Actually, I mean, we did come below the 20 week in October, but it was just a body that was immediately reversed with a bullish engulfing candle on the weekly. But now we have a full weekly candle below the 20 week moving average. We know the markets are very correlated when it comes to cryptocurrency and traditional markets with Bitcoin above its 20 week moving average right now over and above its 20 week average, not just above it and Ethereum. The question is, is it going to be just a matter of time before we come below the 20 week moving average for Ethereum? It's sitting right at twenty eight hundred. And for Bitcoin, we're sitting just at that forty one thousand seven hundred dollar level. I think that that's certainly something you have to keep in mind because the S&P 500 is very correlated with the cryptocurrency market. And then I do want to talk about international markets today because Japan also falling below all of its daily moving averages. This is all puzzle pieces that are not in favor of the bulls. China not showing much movement, but already below all daily moving averages. Oil pump today. That's an interesting puzzle piece. We actually broke uh, new yearly highs for US oil. Uh, so I, I think that that is certainly an indicator uh, of the dollar strengthening. A lot of times uh, U.S. oil uh, correlates with the, the DXY in, in, in certain regards. Um, and, and then the gold still not showing much action. So very interesting time in the markets. 
We are certainly going to be open to short positions into this next week, I think. It's a wise decision. Uh, and so stay tuned for those in the Discord. Once again, we have reopened the Discord now that we uh, have uh, upgraded our website. Uh, so the link is in the description below for those that want to join into the premium group. And with that, I hope you enjoyed today's analysis. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens here on Turnaround Tuesday. I appreciate each and every one of you snipers tuning to the channel. I couldn't do this without you. And until next time, snipers.